podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Avalast. Wow, what a show. Let's start with the main event. Felix Cash with a sensational stoppage of Denzel Bentley. Oh, it was. I mean, you know, it was a... It was a was, uh, as you say, a sensational stoppage. You know, he really done the business. He just got clipped before, didn't he? I thought Denzel caught him a good shot, and it was, I thought it was, it was really, turned, you know, looking like it was getting into a really, be a really good fight. He got clipped, but he come back, fired back. Was it three, about three shots he caught him with? The angle we were at, you, didn't, you couldn't quite see, you know, where he, you know, where he's gone or not. I weren't too sure how, you know, whether the referee was premature. But looking back on it on TV, I mean, the referee was spot on. Yeah. He was spot on. So he's done extremely well, Felix. You know, hats off to him for what he's done. It was a, it was a good win for him. It just seemed like Felix, once feeling Denzel's power, perhaps thought he, he, he could walk through it, which he did, and he just seemed the, the more physical, slightly stronger man. Is that fair? I think, I think, I think that's a you know, good observation. You know? I think, and he looked bigger. It, it looked, you know, he looked like a bit of a super middleweight compared with um, Denzel. But, you know, as I say, Denzel... Denzel was in the fight. It wasn't like he was getting is a drubbing or something. He was in the fight. I don't think there was a lot in it, but um, the finish was very, very explosive and convincing. Obviously, just spoke to Felix. Obviously, they want to go for the European title route, but I did put a couple of names to him, and one of them was Liam Williams. Now that is a, a serious fight between Cash and Williams. Well, look, when Liam um, when Liam vacated the title to go and fight for the uh, world title to challenger Andrade. It was on the understanding that he would be the preferential challenger. So, the mandatory defence of his British title will be against Liam, which I know it's on the line the British title, but it's it's a it's a level about above that. So that would be a great fight, and it, we'd all like to see that, wouldn't we, all of us? Absolutely. Well, Callum Johnson and the uh, Croatian uh, Emil Markic. I mean, that was the most fan-friendly fight you'll ever see. Well, that's a, I mean, that first round has got to be round, one of the rounds of the year, isn't it? I mean, what a shootout that was. But it was, uh, it was. I thought it was a, well, it was edgy seat stuff. Wasn't what I was expecting to be quite honest. Although, they, you know, although the uh, Croatian's got a really good um, knockout ratio on his record, he's got a good record, you know, very good record. But um, Callum. Been, having been out of the ring for 25 months, I thought done a done an excellent job at the end of the day, and obviously has put his marker down as far as um, the, the other two guys, Anthony Yard and uh, Lyndon Arthur, and also in fighting for a world title. Joe Smith Jr. Well, of course that would be the fight we'd all like to see, wasn't it? That's the I think him and Callum would be a great fight. It would be good if Callum was to beat him and then fight the winner of. Uh, of, of, of the rematch between uh, Anthony and Lyndon. Now let's talk about David Adlai. Um, I will be honest, everyone on social media didn't have him winning that fight. What was your reading of that fight between Adlai and Sokolowski? I thought it was a close fight, but I thought, I thought he won it. Um, it was a tough fight for him. You know, he's a five-fight novice, which is what we all were saying. I mean, all this nonsense about fighting Gorman, um, which I've, you know, I've said to you on many occasions, he's much too, you know, he's much too soon for him. And I've said, you know, when we've spoken about him in the past, that he is, he is what he is—a five-fight novice. But we put him in a guy who's, who's, who was he's had about 33, 34 fights, who's a seasoned pro, who was old man in him in the fight. You know, took the fight to him. Um, 
There's, he's got a lot to learn from the fight. I thought his, his jab could have been much, much better. I didn't like the way he kept dropping his hands. And it's a fight that he'll learn from. And we could have gone and got him another three or four knockover jobs, as you want to, as they might say in the trade. But this is a fight he'll learn from. So it, it's, it was good for him. You know, and all this where people were trying to push him, talking about fighting for Southern area titles now and that, it's too, it was too soon for him. That was a good test for him. And at the end of the day, you know, he's won the fight. Um, up, up, people got their views, they've got their views, but he's got, he won the fight. In the last round, he, he caught him a really good shot and wobbled him as well. So it's a fight that he'll learn from and he's got, the, you know, and, it, and, and it'll stand him in good stead moving forward. Um, I think, as, as I just said, the, uh, it, you know, it, it, the Croatian was working with Joseph Parker, preparing him for his, for that, his last fight. So he was in with a world-class he was having world-class sparring, so that's the level he was at. And uh, as I say, David now's got to, got to yeah, go home and watch that fight. And I know he'll know what you know what he's got to do next time out here. Watch it and he'll see what what, what he's what he should be doing. A couple of questions on David Adelaide. How did you score that fight? And also, he told me that he'd be open to the rematch with Sokolovsky to to put the doubters, if you like, wrong. Would you do the rematch? Yeah, we can do a rematch. That's not a problem. And I thought he won the fight. We, you know, it was a close fight. I thought, I thought he, he came through and won the fight, as did the referee. Frank, any updates on Fury Joshua? <laughs> do you know what? Every day, every day, it's like saying the check's in the post. Every day, the contract's in the post. Yeah, it's not here yet, is it? And we'll, you know, I don't want to start saying how I feel about it. Um, let's see what happens in the next next day or so, whether something does come through as we're being promised continuously will come through. When I spoke to you at the office after our last interview, you seemed in a good place about that, very confident. Um, has that changed, Frank? Well, I was confident because I was told categorically it was going to be there. You know, the contract that we was looking for was going to be there the following day. And it hasn't arrived. Okay. Frank, all so, you know, if I say, if I, if I doom and gloom it, everybody says that I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want the fight to happen. I think we went through all this uh, in the week. You know, you know, Tyson wants it. I know that AJ wants it. Um, and listen, that fight, at the end of the day, will happen. I'm convinced it'll happen, but it's when it will happen. A couple of more things, Frank. We'll talk about next week in a second with Sonny Edwards. Um, but also, obviously, big news during this week that it looks like Eddie will be doing an exclusive with the zone here, uh, and which frees up a lot of dates for Sky. Whether they'll stay in boxing, we don't know. Um, yeah, your, your take on the matter? Well, he has done a deal. I mean, you asked me that again a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? And I told you it, it, that was a done deal, and it is a done deal. I mean, everybody knows that. So he's gone. I think he's got two two shows left, is it, with Sky or whatever? Yeah, I believe, yeah. And that's the end of it. So and then he's gone off to the zone and he's, you know, it was the choice. He was either going to, if he stayed with Sky, then he would not have the American deal. So, it's you know, you knew that was what was going to be the case. And uh, maybe in this, what's this nine-figure sum he's got? That's a lot of money. That's many, many millions. We could, they, they, why did he pull the money up for the Joshua and Fury fight? Wasn't it? Nine figure sum. Just a word on next week then. Obviously, Michael Condon uh, returns uh, as a co-main event, but also Sonny Edwards in a massive, massive fight. Um, yeah, in a, in a really tough fight. The toughest fight at that weight. It's a tough fight for him. You know, you couldn't have picked a harder world champion to fight than him at that weight. Um, but Sonny's a very capable boxer. 
He's young. He's uh, he, he fancies it. He's a student of boxing himself, and he, you know, I don't think he'd be involved in that fight if he didn't feel he had a great chance of winning. It won't be easy for him at all. You know, um, he has wins over Tetty, who knocked out Butler when he came over. He went Paul Butler, so it's it's a uh, it is a tough job. But you know what? If anyone can do it, he can do it. Well, listen, roll on next week live on BT Sport again. Frank, appreciate your time as always. It's a pleasure as always, Emma. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.